Hi there, good morning. It's Councillor Glenn and I'm here on Cypress Gardens in front of the Turcotte home. This is the tribute to Home Alone. Uh, it's a fundraiser that they've set up for Chio. It's actually come in the nighttime when the house is all lit up. Uh, the lights on the house alone are pretty impressive. They've, the Turcotte family have really outdone themselves this year. Uh, it's a fundraiser for Chio. I don't know if you can see the sign behind me there, but there's a QR code on the bottom that you can scan and your donations go directly towards Chio and mental health programs. Uh, thank you to the Turcots for doing this. It's great to have in our community. And I know there's lots of people from all over the city who are coming to check out the, the different uh, movie props and uh, uh, replica props and, and tribute to, uh, to Home Alone. So good job and a uh, great spot to visit if you're looking for something to do in the evening. Uh, I think all anybody's talking about today is the weather. This is a really uh, yucky day. Uh, I've got a bit of a break in the rain right now. We've got freezing rain. Uh, we've got uh, rain. We've got winds coming tonight. I've been out a little bit this morning. The roads aren't super slippery, but they are super wet and slushy. Lots of big puddles. Um, if you see a blocked catch basin and you're not able to clear it on your own, please call 311. City crews are out uh, all day today clearing out the blockages and making sure we keep the, the roads clear. Also, if you're out driving, um, watch for pedestrians. That spray, the puddles, uh, a major inconvenience and, and well, really not, not a pleasant thing at all if you're a pedestrian to get sprayed from a, a car going through a puddle. So please watch for people walking in our community. Uh, we did have a lot of snow earlier this week. First major snowstorm of the season. Uh, it, it was kind of one of those uh, uh, worst-case scenario storms, a storm that, that uh, is focused over the rush hour. That means crews weren't out until after the rush hour to start cleaning up, uh, but also he heavy, wet snow. So it slows down the snow-clearing crews, especially sidewalks. I want to thank residents for alerting us to issues. We did find one entire neighborhood that somehow was left off of the uh, of the routes for uh, sidewalks, but we have that fixed and they've been cleared. Um, when we do have big snow storms and you have issues, uh, it does take a few hours for, for plows to get out to all of the secondary residential streets. But if there is an issue that you're seeing and you think your plows missed you or uh, needs to come back to clean something up, please call 311. And really important to make a call as well. I know some people have been emailing. Uh, it takes a little bit longer for crews to respond to that email. So the, the 311 talking to a call center agent is definitely the best way to go there. Uh, I've got a lot of updates today. One of them, just uh, with, with people thinking about Christmas shopping and, and shipments, I wanted to share a little thing that we posted to my website uh, this week. Purolator is starting a pilot here in Stitzel. This is really interesting. Um, they have a site over on Sweetenham Drive in the, in the small business park there, and they have what's called a mobile sorting unit. So what they're doing is instead of all of the local kind of delivery trucks, you know, the cube vans that, that uh, Purolator uses, instead of having them go to Hawthorne Road in the East End and then coming back here to do, do their deliveries, they're bringing in one tractor trailer full of shipments to the sorting unit and then sorting it out to all the local trucks. What, what it means is you avoid having 10 local delivery trucks in Canada and Stittsville having to drive a 70 kilometer round trip uh, each day. So it's a, it's taking a, a lot of trucks off the road, reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and it's part one of a pilot. Next spring, they're going to be launching part two of the pilot, which is moving to e-cargo bikes and also low-speed vehicles. So these are smaller, uh, uh, slower-moving vehicles that further reduces greenhouse gas emissions and 
takes more trucks off of our local streets. So really good initiative by Purelater, so watch for that. I'll share more information next spring once the uh, Stage 2 launches. Uh, lots going on this week at City Hall. Uh, the main thing was Wednesday we had a 10-hour City Council meeting and we passed a City budget. I think it's a really good budget for our city as a whole and also Stittsville in particular. Uh, we have a, a small tax increase of 3% for the average homeowner. That means about $119 extra in taxes each year. This is mostly to cover inflationary increases. So covering, um, you know, we have we have unions, so there's collective bargaining agreements and there's increases through salaries. Also significant increases in construction costs, which is one of the main things that the city does. It's a construction and maintenance of large infrastructure projects. So uh, I think the uh, the budget increase for taxes is, is reasonable. Uh, just some highlights in there. There's almost, uh, well, there's $427 million for infrastructure renewal. So these are are roads and culverts and sewers and um, uh, community centers. We're finally starting to make up a gap that previous councils left us where they were kind of underfunding that kind of renewal. And as you can imagine, it's really important that we keep putting enough money in to properly maintain. Uh, in Stittsville, there's two big projects for street resurfacing next year. That'll be Abbott Street and um, uh, Hoban Street. So those are two of the projects that benefit from that. A lot of that going in the rural areas as well. There's a big need in the rural areas for for um, road maintenance out there. There's uh, $17 million for affordable housing. Um, over the four-year term of council, I believe it's $58 million invested in affordable housing, which is more than any other council has done at any point. And we're also able to match those funds with uh, federal and provincial grants. And so in the end, uh, an incredible amount of money that uh, is being invested towards affordable housing so we can bring down the wait list. Next year, we're going to be building 500 affordable housing units in Ottawa, which will start to have an effect. And uh, we have a, a wait list of about 10,000 people looking for affordable homes. So uh, it's important that we build as, as many new units as possible to meet that uh, to meet that need. There's also $27 million, more than previous years going into social services. We're seeing more of a need, obviously, from the pandemic. But even without the pandemic, we need to be investing more there. And on the police budget, uh, uh, we did vote for an increase of 2% to the police budget. This was a little less than what was proposed earlier. Uh, with that difference in money, which is a few million dollars, we're putting some towards uh, a new service to redirect some 911 calls when there's uh, other mental health organizations that can help respond. Some of that money is going towards that new call program. And then uh, the rest of the money is going to go towards community organizations that are focused on on crime prevention and initiatives to help uh, well help preventative measures. So going towards uh, 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 youth, uh, racialized communities, addictions, mental health, uh, you know, all sorts of initiatives that we know can really make a difference. So putting some of that money that formerly would have been spent for police to other community organizations. So I think this is a positive thing as well. And the good news is there's actually an increase in the number of police officers as well. The police budget includes hiring more officers. I know I hear all the time from people in Stittsville, you'd like to see more of a police presence out here, uh, whether it's for traffic safety or whether it's for some of the uh, small crimes and uh, you know thefts from vehicles that we're seeing. So I think this responds to a lot of different needs in our communities. Uh, the other big thing in the budget was OC Transpo fare increase. Um, we have a, a, we're, we're doing a small fare increase. It includes about three dollars a month on a bus pass for a regular adult bus pass. However, we are freezing the pass rates for 
uh, some of the, the passes that help disadvantaged people in our community, so the community pass, the eco pass, and so on. Um, we're also not going to go ahead with that fare increase until all of the trains are back up and running reliably. So it's not going to be January 1st, it'll be sometime in the new year when that fare increase takes effect. This is important too because, um, you know, as, as much as uh, uh, we'd like to, well, what we need to do with transit is we need to improve service. I don't think it's fares alone that make people decide whether or not to take transit. A huge factor is whether or not there's frequent, reliable service. I know residents haven't had that over the past uh, six months to a year, even going back beyond that before LRT. Uh, so it's really important that we continue to have money that we can invest into our transit system, which we are doing. Um, I have lots of thoughts on this. I'm actually going to write uh, a column for The Citizen, I think, about some of the ways we need to invest in our transit and how we might be able to do that. Uh, okay, that's it on the city budget. I could say a lot more. I think I'm going to post something on my website with some more information there about the highlights there. Uh, uh, Mayor Watson also announced that he won't be running for re-election next year. So that's a big news. And we're already seeing some people line up uh, to run for mayor. I know uh, Mayor Watson has contributed a lot to our city, a lot of big major infrastructure projects, uh, a lot here for Stittsville as well. And I have a feeling, although he might be done as mayor, he's probably not done serving our community. So I want to say thank you to Mayor Watson for his service to the city of Ottawa and our community as a whole. Uh, we have to talk about COVID today. Uh, if you haven't already, please, please go read Vera Etches, Dr. Etches uh, update. Uh, she posted it on Thursday or Friday, I believe. I shared it on Facebook and, and social media and so on. But make sure you read that. There's lots of good information there about the holidays, about extracurricular activities, about rapid testing. Um, I think her main message is really be cautious. You know, we're, we, we're not quite sure where this uh, new variants are going to go. We've got a lot of cases in our community. We still have kids getting vaccinated. Uh, so be cautious over the holidays and really limit your uh, non-essential activities. Make sure you understand your risk when you're meeting with other people in your family. Um, a few things locally here for COVID. Uh, there is a pop-up COVID testing center today on uh, at the Fringewood Community Center in the Fringewood neighborhood. Uh, they're there until 1 p.m. or until they run out of tests, basically. We're seeing a large demand for tests in the West End, so that center is open this morning, 9 a.m. to 1, 1 p.m., Fringewood Community Center, or until they run out of tests. They're also gonna be open Monday evening, and every Monday evening going forward for the next few weeks, except for December 20th. So good to have that in our community. There is a vaccination clinic at Alorn Cassidy at the end of the week. I believe it's Friday. I meant to write down the date. I think it's Alorn Cassidy on Friday. Um, it is a, a drop-in. You don't need an appointment for that. It'll be happening after school hours, and anyone can go. You don't have to be at Alorn Cassidy. Any kids can go to that after-school clinic at Alorn Cassidy. I'll put some information in the, um, the comments of this, uh, of this post just to confirm the times of that one. Uh, Dr. Etches is reminding older adults to get a booster shot. You are eligible. You can make an appointment uh, at any of the community clinics. You can also check with your local pharmacy. And just on the numbers, you know, there's a lot of negativity and a lot of, I think, pessimism around the COVID situation. Worth sharing some positive information. Here in Ottawa, 89% of people 12 years and older have been fully vaccinated. 89%. That's, that's super. Among teenagers... 93% uh, have been fully vaccinated. Again, a super number. And among the newest age group that's eligible, eligible the 5 to 11 age group, 
43% of kids already have their first dose. That's as of yesterday. So that's incredible. One week into vaccinations for kids. And here in Ottawa, we're at 43% of kids with their first vaccination. So super, super news. Uh, shift to a little bit locally. If you remember last week, I was out at the No Frills uh, visiting the OC Transfo food drive for the food bank, uh, helping food banks across the region, including the Stittsville Food Bank. Uh, we have the tallies of what was collected citywide through that campaign. 103 pounds of food and $15,000 for local food banks, which is incredible. Um, just to put that in, into context, 103,000 pounds of food, what does that mean? What the main city food bank, the Ottawa Food Bank, they distribute 12 to 14 pounds a day of food. So 103,000 pounds uh, certainly goes quite a long way. Earlier this week, I attended the Stittsville Business Association year-end uh, meeting, year-end celebration, uh, and they handed out awards for the Business of the Year, which is a, a really a great award that they started last year. The two businesses that were co-winners, or two winners this year, Mahogany Spa and Stittsville Central. So congratulations to everyone involved with Mahogany Spa and Stittsville Central on, uh, on receiving those awards. Great job by the Business Association to recognize local businesses. Uh, earlier this week, we posted a survey on my website about OC Transpo service in the Fernbank area. So if you're a resident who lives, um, let's see, Abbotsville Crossing, Blackstone, Fernbank Crossing, Westwood, those kinds of neighborhoods, Bradley Commons, um, uh, we want to hear from you. How would you like to use OC Transpo? How would it be useful, more useful to you? There's some medium-term, long-term plans to improve transit in that area. I'd really like to show that there's demand for ridership that we can bring those plans up sooner. It's an area that's very much underserved by OC Transpo right now. Uh, on, uh, let's see, on uh, uh, Monday night, we had our meeting about wild pine, 37 wild pine. So thank you to residents who came out and shared your feedback and questions about that project. This Wednesday night, we have a meeting about 360 Bobolink. Uh, this is in the Fernbank area near Robert Grant and Bobolink. So if you're interested in learning more about that project or you have questions or comments you'd like to share with planners and the applicant, uh, please attend that on Wednesday. And another reminder, we are still looking for volunteers for our outdoor rinks in several locations in Stittsville. If you'd like to help out uh, with the rink at your park, I believe we have uh, Joe Lewis Park, Potter's Key. We have Mark Yakubuski Park in Fernbank area. And we have Ralph Street Park. Uh, which is uh, uh, kind of uh, east of Stittsville Main Street, a uh, little bit south of Abbott Street. I think that's it today. That's a lot of updates. Uh, it was great to have this chance to, uh, uh, to share this information with the community. Thanks to everybody who watches on Facebook and YouTube and listens in on our Spotify podcast or podcasts on any other platform. Uh, and uh, please take a chance if you if you can go out for a walk this evening or a little drive around the neighborhood there's a lot of really nicely decorated homes this year and uh, this is kind of the, the highlight on the tour Cypress Gardens the Turcotte family with Home Alone I'll talk to you next week take care bye